I feel like we've got some rust to shake off. It's been a little while. You have some rust to shake off. Oh, yeah? You're, you're feeling fresh? <laughs> did you just see me shut that heater off with my foot? I did. It was... I'm on par I'm not going to say it was acrobatic, but it worked. It was effective. <laughs> you, yeah. Well, you're welcome. Yeah. It's good to learn how to do basic things with your hands full before you have kids. That's what I've learned. I feel like when I'm at home now, my hands are only full of kids. And I have to do everything with either like with half of a hand while I try not to put my baby in boiling water or like with my toes. See, you say that, but you forget that I've been to your house now that you've had more than one child. Yeah. I mean, I was at your house before you had more than one child. <laughs> right. And when I was there, you were sitting on the couch drinking a cocktail, <laughs> watching with my hands me full, hold though. your baby and oh, your yeah. wife play with your son, your other son. Right. Well, see, this is the advantage of having visitors. You were just hanging out, having a cocktail. I think parents out there will agree with me that the best part of having visitors come over who don't have kids themselves is that that's your window for drinking. Yeah. Because there's other adults you know there that you can is? just assume are going to watch your kids. Just don't have a kid and then your window <laughs> for drinking is open all the time. Oh, that's true. In fact, let's hurry this episode up because my window yeah, starts we got at a, about 30. we got a happy hour to get to. That's true. That'll be good motivation for me to, to keep this under 30 minutes. I'll um, go ahead and set the timer just in case. Betsy, you know what kids are not? I feel like this is a trick question, so I'm not going to answer it because I don't want to come off as being... Kids are not pets. No. And that is the topic of our episode today. Kids are not pets? No, pets. Uh, just pets is the I topic. I know. I'm pumped about this topic. <laughs> I know you are. I know you are. I... Because if there's one thing I really do love, it's pets. I know. And we. this is a great topic for us because we disagree and so we'll have lots to discuss. We don't even have the bell sitting in front of us because we're sure there's nothing we will agree on. Uh, there's one or two things, probably. But before we go any further, we should say hello Hi. Uh, to, <laughs> to the listeners. I think we might be in double digits of listeners at this point. Um, so if you're new, like if maybe you're uh, someone in Iceland who met a, a couple travelers along the road and they were listening to something in the car. I would like to say thank you to all my small group members um, who I see every Tuesday night for really supporting the efforts of this podcast. Yeah. So if you're, if you're an Icelander who is just hearing us for the first time, you should know that... Hi, I'm Matt. And I'm Betsy. And this is Guy Talks. The girl rolls her eyes. And we're talking about pets. We sure are. Now, you love pets. I... Let's clarify. I say I love pets, but I really only love one kind of pet. Yeah. When I talk about pets as a category... You mean dogs. I'm literally talking about dogs. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Nothing else. How many, how many pets do you have right now? Zero. See, there's a lot of irony here because you love pets and yet have none. I could care less about pets and yet have a cat. In my house, who currently is leaving huge chunks of himself on our furniture every half hour. Like, my wife is vacuuming our couch. Such an easy fix. Eight times a day. I know, I keep telling Such her. Such an easy Just fix. let me shave him and we won't have a problem anymore. Oh, that was not the easy fix I was going for. But yeah, I mean, that's also an option, I suppose. I'm pretty sure there would be nothing easy about shaving a cat. 
But it would be hilarious. Yeah, it was. You take it to the vet and you say, excuse me, can you please shave my cat? Oh. They'll like sedate him or something, I would assume. Yeah. See, I was just picturing me trying to hold him down in our garage with a with oh, a with a clippers. That would be a bloody mess, and I don't mean bloody <laughs> in the British way. No, but also that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but just picture it for a second. That would be an amazing bit on the John Oliver show. Yeah, that'd be an shaving your cat. That'd be a great YouTube video. Yeah, if I do decide to attempt it, you should just come film it. Okay, but I can't be I can't be in the garage. No, you go with up you. on top, of, like sit on top of a car. Okay, is that? I think it can jump. I don't think that's safe for me. <laughs> I think it can too. You know, I you know, I you know, cats are like a thing for me. Like honestly, the the last man I went out with um, had a cat, and this was it was I I ended it, it was like problematic. Yeah, yeah. That wasn't I mean, there the were, only no, deal breaker. No, 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 no. There were like as we as we. This ha- is not a dating episode. No. But- as we that was one of the red flags. One of them, which I should have noted earlier. But which I, I think you know I did note earlier you did. in the process. You did, yeah, you did. Um, yeah, so cats aren't, they creep, they genuinely creep me out. Yeah. Like it, a cat will rub up against my leg and I immediately think I need to go take a shower. Hmm. See, I've always had cats in my life. So if I were a pet person, it would, I would be a cat person. I'm not offended I by I would cats. not be your friend as much. Well, I mean, what do you mean? I wouldn't like you as much what do you mean, if, if you were, like, I... a devoted cat person. Oh. Well, no, I'm not. But, yeah. Yeah, like, I'm not a devoted cat person, obviously. I'm not a pet person at all. Like, if you were in the process of getting a divorce and the only way you were going to agree to the divorce is if you got full custody of your cat. <laughs> See, this is... We would not... We would just not be able to be close friends. This goes back to my first statement, which I think very clearly defines how I feel about pets. I would never use the, the term custody to describe my relationship with a, any pet. I think I would for a dog. I think, right. that, I think that if I were in a relationship and that relationship broke up and there was a dog, I would fight with everything I had to get full custody of that dog. I wouldn't want to share it with him. Oh, God. Like, if Carolyn ever leaves me, <laughs> the only benefit of that will be that the cat is not in my life anymore. It will therefore simplify... <laughs> Simplify my life a little bit. I I just could care less. Now, it's not that I don't like... That's really nice. It's not that I don't like the cat. The cat's fine. But... that's a, You actually do not have a nice cat. He's not nice. Oh, no. He doesn't like people. Remember when you went out of town and you tried to get me to feed him? Yeah. And you were like, just stop over to the apartment and feed him while we're out of town. Yeah. I and think I, I was, clarified you didn't have to, like, interact with him. I didn't. Right. I had to, like, block him in another room so that I could get his food dish because he was, like, clawing at me. <laughs> Which he doesn't even have claws on his front paws, so he can't... Well, it would have been nice to know that ahead of time. Oh. Yeah. Which apparently is not nice to do, and I get it. Like, that sounds... Well, yeah, uh, you're, like, ripping his claws Sounds out. awful. Um, but I didn't, I didn't do that. Does Gabe like your cat? Yeah, he loves the cat. He likes to chase it around. And, it, and he's, the cat is actually amazingly tolerant of this two-and-a-half-year-old who wants to, like, grab his fur and mash his hands in his face and whatever. Like, yeah. he puts up with stuff from Gabe that he would never put up with. From anybody from else. From anybody else. And there are weird random people that, like, just are, like, animal whisperers that walk into the house. And my cat doesn't like anybody. Yeah. But certain people show up. And my cat, like my grandma, for example... 
my grandma walks in and she's like, oh, hey, kitty. And he walks right up to her. Like, he'll jump on her lap. He doesn't sit on anyone's lap. It's weird. So, like, babies and old people. Yeah. And valet. That's because valet's like a animal, human spirit whisperer. Yeah. Is it, was it Snow White or Cinderella, that scene where all the birds come and land on her hands and the woodland creatures? I believe it's Snow White. Is that Snow White? I yeah. believe so. That's what I think of every time Vale walks into, uh, like, a room. Pe- people like her, people babies animals, like her, yeah, just, animals like her. It's weird. Um, I have a confession to make. I don't know if I've ever told you this before. Go on. But when I was watching Gabe... I don't know, probably a year ago. You dropped him on his head. No, I didn't drop him on his head. Oh, okay, good. Did you think that I did? Well, I would explain some things. Oh, no. Um, No, he was actually taking a nap, and I was reading a book on the couch, and I thought your cat was dead. I didn't know he was still alive. (laughs) And I am reading a book on your couch in your living room, and I feel like somebody's watching me. Now, Mm. Gabe can't get out of his crib at this point by himself, so clearly he's not watching me. And I look up, and I see this little head like peering around the side of the staircase and it was Jack's. And I yeah. was like, "Oh my gosh, you're alive." <laughs> Wait, why did you why did you think he was I don't know. Dead? I guess I just feel like you hadn't mentioned him in a while. I mean, we didn't have a funeral or anything. Would you have a funeral? <laughs> of course not. We've talked about this. <laughs> I I mean, maybe my maybe Carolyn would. I mean, she would be very sad when the cat dies eventually or runs away or is released into the wild by me she will be very sad <laughs> or is released into the wild it will it will be heartbreaking for her because she got him as a tiny little kitten like there's many adorable stories about my wife well, right, and this yeah. cat but um i you just never bonded with him which i get because it's a yeah, cat. he's just an invader in my space and vice versa um now my family is a dog family so we've yeah. always had dogs. Everyone in my family has a dog except for me at this point because my life is not really designed to be able to take care of a pet yeah. uh, right now. Um, but my parents have two, and my brother has one, and my sister has one. And I I am a little bit in love with all four of them. Well, you're like a dog aunt. I am. Yeah. Um, and a dog sister to my parents' dogs, mm-hmm. right? Like they're... <laughs> oh, yeah. That's really some, weird that you would identify that way. Sometimes my mom always does, actually. <laughs> Whenever any of whenever any of uh, myself or my siblings walk into my parents' house, she always like announces it to the dogs, like Lou Bailey, your brother's here. When my brother shows up, it's really funny. Oh, man. But what I do think is they know who people are. Like they know who specific people are. Sure. They know by name. Like they get really excited. They'll like sit by the door and wait if they know someone's coming yeah. over. Cats do that too. They just don't give a crap. They're like they know who you are. They're but just totally disinterested. They're just so cute, dogs. Here's the here's my thing with dogs, and I've never really been a dog person. There's two two primary reasons. Okay. Uh, I think dogs can be fun, and I have liked dogs yeah. over the course of my life. Mox. Mox is a great example. Mox is a great example. Everyone Beautiful, loves Mox. intelligent pit that was basically yeah. our office dog for years. Years, yeah. Love love Mox. Mox Michael McGarry. Yeah. Shout out to you on the West Coast, there, buddy. But the big problems I have with dogs in my life: one, dogs are smelly. All dogs are smelly. Smelly animals. So are cats. But I never smell my cat. Like if, if mm, That's because he's your cat. It's just like if you have a dog, you can't smell your own dog. Really? So like when you come over to the house, you're like, oh, it smells like cat here? Yeah, I know there's a cat that lives in that house. Well, I know you know that. But you don't walk in and go... 
What does like it you th- thought it was dead, so clearly you didn't. You weren't. Were you like, oh, it smells like dead cat in this here? This is a bad time to bring up that. Yeah, you're right. Anyway, so dogs are smelly. I can't get behind that. Um, you know, they have bad breath. They get, they run around and get sweaty. But here's what it really comes down to: is this? Do they run around and get sweaty? I don't think they sweat. Oh, what? Yes. No. Yes. Now, it, we'll Google this later. I don't believe. Here's it's true. the problem. The bigger issue is that dog, the, the personality of a dog and I just don't mesh. The like, loyalty thing, it's just not your, no, it's not your. Every, almost every dog I've ever met is basically a toddler. And so when you get a, when you get a dog, it's like, it's like deciding to have a toddler in your house until they die. It's just perpetual you toddler. You have clearly never had a dog before. Definitely, I have not. That is very much an outsider's perspective. Why do you think that? Well, they're just they're like they're bouncy and whatever and rambunctious and they knock stuff yeah, over right. and they, they pee on things. They and are they all of those things. Throw up all over the place. For six months to a year. Yes, they are all of those things. And then they stop. Then they like become dogs and are no longer puppies. Hmm. You kidding? My parents' dogs, you walk in the house, they get really excited. And then 30 seconds later, they're both laying on the floor staring at you. And get annoyed when you get up to, like, go to the bathroom because they feel like one of them has to follow you. So it's like this slow walk down the hallway. They escort you places <laughs> to make do. sure you're not getting into trouble. Yeah, they definitely escort you places, but they walk slower than you do at a certain point. So you're like, get out of the way. Get out of the way. And they, like, turn around and look at you like, I live here. You don't. Follow me. I'll show you where the bathroom is. Yeah. No. What, so what it really comes down to for me at the end of the day with all pets... There's nothing. It's not a dog thing. It's not a cat thing. It's a gerbil thing. It's a chameleon thing. It's a fish thing. All these creatures require effort to keep them alive. They don't keep themselves alive. So what you're saying is... If there was a pet, like, so I saw on Facebook the other day that, uh, like, apparently a cool pet to have right now is a is jellyfish so you get like a little aquarium oh yeah you were saying how you wanted to buy these for Gabe. yeah and you stick some jellyfish in there and you just put a light on the bottom and then they're like basically zero maintenance and plus if they die whatever they're jellyfish so you you just like ignore them that's that's a great pet like pet as a decoration awesome that sounds great to me is that how most fish work like betta fish which by the way i learned you pronounce that betta and not beta way mo betta fish yep Hey, I got this fish. Oh, yeah? I got a better fish. <laughs> That's so dumb. Um, yeah, I mean, there are some... Yeah, you loved that. There are some I'm not laughing because I thought animals. the joke was funny. No. I'm laughing because you said it twice. Because <laughs> it was that good. You were good. so impressed by I, your own joke. I really liked it. Um, yeah, I mean, there are some fish like that, but, but a lot of those fish, and probably jellyfish too, like the water gets stinky, eventually well, you got to yeah. clean it. Like, this is the problem. You are lazy. Like a stuffed pet would be really good. Yeah, those are called you know, stuffed like animals. When, no, you know like when people's dogs die and they're really sad and so they Even go like get them. Taxidermy. Yeah, and they go get them taxidermied and then they put them in their house like where they used to hang out. Like they just keep the dog bed and put them on the dog bed and they're like, oh, that's where Snuffles, uh, he's still with us. That I would totally be on board with a pet like that. Do you know somebody that did that? That's not normal. Oh no, I know. Oh, <laughs> but people. Okay, so even more so. But do people you, do that. Do you know someone who did that? No. Oh, but there's like a business. You don't have like a relative there. up in no, northern no. Minnesota. Oh, why? Because <laughs> of course they live up north <laughs> no, by themselves like, in the woods. Not like yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. 
Not like Minnesota, like northern Minnesota. Mr. Snuffles was my only companion up here for many years. Right, and I yeah. just couldn't bear to part like with a bit them. Of boundary Plus, I did my somewhere. own taxidermy because I do it all the time. Here's here's my question. What what do you think leads a person to become a taxidermist? Because Ooh. as you're up as you're up north, or really, we live in Wisconsin, so yeah. you can go it's like, all over the place, like six minutes north of Milwaukee. You walk You'll, down to, walk down to Camp Bar; they've got taxidermy on the wall. No, that's I I understand that people want to put their deer head on the wall, but what leads a person to become the person that does that for Ooh, a living? That's a good question. So, I have a theory. Good. I was hoping you <laughs> as would. I often do. And my theory is that it's really good that taxidermy exists as a practice because it is a uh, like a pressure valve for people with psychopathic tendencies. Oh. Right? So, like, you you might be that's interesting. 18, 19 years old and going, boy, maybe I'd like to skin a human being and wear its skin. Okay, this took a weird turn. It puts the lotion on the skin. Silence of the Lambs, you watch? You've seen it. No, I've seen it, but this right. is not where I thought this was going. But instead, you're like, well, I'll start small with, like, squirrels in my backyard. And then you're like, hey, did you know that you, could, that you can make this into a career? And then all of a sudden, you're distracted, and you're, like, building a business, and you get all, you know, you really get engaged in the and process. And hunting season starts in Wisconsin, and you're busier than you know what to do. Yeah, and... You know, you're so, yeah, you're so busy with all this other stuff, you can't find time to hunt the ultimate prey, which is man. That is so sick and dark. I'm just saying it's a theory. I haven't, I haven't done any research on this. I will say it was a really More well, of a hypothesis. Really well thought out theory for just coming up with off the top of your head. <laughs> we did not prep for this. You did not know I was going to go down the taxidermy route. I truly did not. There's a lot of things floating around up here. It's scary. Yeah. It's really scary. Um... So, pets. Speaking of people doing odd things in the pursuit of pets, uh, one of my favorite recurring news stories that comes up uh, every year. There's one or two of these. Is the like the wacko in New York City or L.A. or something who has crammed a bunch of really exotic animals as pets in their tiny apartment. And then they get busted for it. Like an it. exotic tiger. Like, yeah, yeah. So like, like no one was going to figure it out. Yeah, like, oh, I have, a, I have a tiger and an alligator and a Burmese python. Uh, and now they're all 500 pounds each and you <laughs> eating know, each other. And you know because it was my family's Christmas card this year. All of us on the couch together. <laughs> <laughs> right. And I always wonder, like, is that the kind of thing where you just are so crazy that you don't even see it, and you're like, whoop, 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 and you just go go get all these things? Or is it a slippery slope where you're like, I'm going to get a tarantula, and then you're like, oh, a tarantula is boring. I'm going to get like a slightly bigger snake than most people would get and wear it around my neck. And then that you get bored with that, so you're like, I'm going to get a polar bear cub and keep it in my is bathtub. It, that's actually where I think people, people get caught up in it is because huh. they see like this tiny little tiger cub. Which like I, it's like a kitten. Yeah, like it's look how so cute, cute it is. Yeah, or they watch these stupid videos on Facebook of like the lion that knew these guys after they came back to Africa and right. like hug them. And they're like, that'll be me. <laughs> the lion will grow up in my apartment and he will learn to love me. I'm basically Simba. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and 
this makes me a bad person, which we've established many times on this podcast. Actually, in every single episode we've ever recorded. Every time I hear those news stories, I think, I hope they ate you. You deserve to get eaten by those animals. That's a terrible thing to say out loud. Yeah. Or maybe just like part of you. Yeah, like I mean, I leg. do think that they should be taught some sort of lesson because, one, it's animal cruelty. It is. Like, they are not designed to live in a 800-square-foot apartment. No. And... It's not fair. It's not nice to the animal. And also... Just in terms of human evolution, like, Darwin strongly suggests that you should not procreate if you're a person that makes these choices. Although, if you're a person that makes those choices, as a single person out in the world, I'm going to bet your chances of procreating not that good. <laughs> Maybe a little lower. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Although, I also think that sometimes the path to this is just insane wealth. So I, I think... Oh, for sure it is. I've developed another running theory that... Oh, good. ...that wealth is its own form of insanity, its own form of mental illness, because the more wealthy you become, the fewer restrictions there are on your behavior. Right. Just Totally like, true. Because you can do stuff. You have the resources to do kind of whatever you want. And so when there are no limits, I think all of us are a little insane. Like if I, if I had an unlimited pool of resources and could buy anything I wanted... Yeah. I might do crazy stupid stuff too. Like I might I might buy an elephant and take it for a ride around Milwaukee. Like I might do I might do dumb stuff. Or stuff that that not rich me would look at and say, "Well, that's what a crazy person would do. You're a crazy person." And I don't know if it's money that causes it or money that just uh removes the barriers that normal humans have right, to right. that sort of crazy behavior. I don't know. I, I kind of agree with you. But I, I but there's nothing sane about purchasing a crocodile <laughs> and saying to yourself, I'm going to live with this creature. Because a crocodile, I mean, a, a, a tiny tiger, cub, or it's lion, or whatever, you could, I, I get how you could convince yourself that this is like a kitten, if you're not very bright or you've been doing a lot of drugs. But, but a crocodile looks like a dinosaur and there's no part of a crocodile even a small one that doesn't look like it wants to kill you it's a good point and also it's not even a little cuddly no or snakes like i know some people like snakes but a snake that gets to a certain size and i'm anti-snake as you know a snake that gets to a certain size i mean it's literally the devil it want it is it wants to eat you and your kids and your puppy yeah it says right in the Bible that it's a, that's our enemy, the snake. We should st- we're gonna we're supposed to tread on its head with our heels. Shout out! Yeah. That's every time I, I, I this again makes me sound like like animal lovers will not like this, but every time I see a snake, all I want to do is kill it. Okay. Well, first of all, just because you're an animal lover doesn't necessarily mean you're a snake lover. Yeah. See. Also, some animal lovers are crazy. Like just. Yeah. yeah. I mean... But, like, and it's not just a fear thing. Like, sharks scare the crap out of me. But I don't want to murder every shark I see. But also, they should. They should scare you. Oh, no, yeah. Stay they, out of their home. Get away from them. I don't Stay away swim from with them. Like, I'm not oh, one of those people who's like, let's let's go get in a cage and let sharks chomp on it. Like like our friend Mel, who would lo- wants desperately to swim with great whites before she dies. And I wonder what the purpose of that is. I don't know. I guess you got to scare yourself till you poop a little every once in a while in your life. I don't just believe to remember that. You're I would alive. like to ride a camel. See, I've done that. There's nothing scary about that. It's wonderful. 
It's yeah. a very, it's a very pleasant experience. Kind of what I'm saying. Like, yeah, they make funny noises. They spit every once in a while. They're kind of mean, but not really to you. Usually, it's they're mean to the driver. Right. I'm not going to drive it. No, you're just going to ride it. Yeah. Yeah. Or like an elephant, I would do that. Yeah, this is super cool. Yeah. Probably not swim with sharks though. No, I wouldn't do that. We have friends who went to Thailand for their honeymoon. Yeah. And they like, like played with tigers. They like laid down. Like baby like, tigers? No, like full size tiger, like laid down on it, like cuddled with it. Which you look at the pictures and you're like, that seems like it would be awesome. And yet, I am a fully sane human being. I actually. Who knows that that's a predator. I would not do that. I'm, I might consider it. No, 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 no. I would I, consider that. If Let me tell you, if you were to ever do that, please just at least promise me you would only do it in the United States. Here's why. People go on these exotic vacations. Like we went to Marrakesh, right? For yes. Our, for right, our, on yes. our honeymoon, we went to Marrakesh. Yes. And there's a snake charmer there. And Carolyn's all excited about this snake charmer in out in the marketplace. And he comes at us with all these snakes and he wants our money, right? And you so start wa- crying. And I'm not happy about it. And she's like, this is an adventure. Put this snake on you. And I'm like, no, no. And she's giving him money and he's coming at me with these snakes. And I'm like, I'm very upset, right? And afterwards we're having... Which you're so good at hiding. Yeah, yeah. And I was really <laughs> subtle about it and didn't hurt anyone's feelings. But... Afterwards, we're sitting having lunch and talking about this whole experience. And she's, like, apologizing to, to me, which right. she should. And I, I said, listen, it's not even just about the snake. It is about the snake. But it's also <laughs> about the fact that we are not in Germany. We're not in the United States. We're not in Canada. We're not in a place with a thriving and uh, robust legal system and systems of insurance and checks and balances where, like, this is not a certified snake charmer who has, like... Is there such a thing? I, well, this is my point, right? Like, if you go to the you go to circus... snake charmer school. No, but, like, if you go to the circus in the United States, the, there is some... Oh, don't go. It's me. No, I... No, That's animal cruelty. Don't, don't take like your kids. circus or the zoo. No. You know, but... But there's some uh, at least body out there that is maybe not certifying but checking on some things. Like maybe at least an OSHA representative swung through and was like, well, that's not going to burst into flames. But but when you're in Morocco or Thailand and some guy's like, come lay down with my tiger – you are literally taking your life in your hands. You don't know who this dude is. He's just a dude. And he caught a tiger, and now he wants you to take pictures with it. This is not Vegas, where, like, still people get eaten. People who grew up with those tigers. You remember when Sig... Was it Roy? I think Roy's tiger ate him. I'm sorry. I'm laughing so hard right now. I can't even get anything in. So few things get you really fired up. But what I wish everyone could see right now is you are... Totally, like, I would never lay down with a tiger ever. Don't do it. I simply said it to see what, how you would react. <laughs> Somebody you, out there, though, is listening to this going, I would totally do that. You I don't, why is he so uptight about just this? just went off about <laughs> regulations and legalities and safety concerns about tigers and snakes. Like, that was a good three minutes. I mean, at the very least, if a tiger eats your face, you want to be able to sue them. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do it. I think that's. I'm wise. gonna ride an elephant or a camel, maybe a horse if I'm feeling all crazy. Yeah. Oh, speaking of horses. Yeah. Um, Lily, uh, David Engstrom's daughter. Yeah. 
just got a horse as a pet. She's been working at a horse farm or a horse ranch. So you're saying I should go there to Yeah, get you could probably ride uh, her horse. Her horse na- is named Prince, by the way. Wow. They're from Minnesota. <laughs> is it so a, the first thing I asked is, is if the horse a, was purple, and Kathy said that they might paint it. Oh. <laughs> Which is probably is not healthy. Is it named Prince, or is it just horse. a symbol? No, it's na- oh, yeah. <laughs> is the horse formerly it, known as Prince. Yeah, formerly yeah. known as Prince. Because um, then he went back to being called Prince, which is very confusing, by the way. But I didn't. I uh, having a horse as a pet seems like a big deal. Literally a big. Yeah, that's a huge. Deal. That's a big that's animal. That's a lot of. My friend Janelle had a horse uh, when we were growing up, but it like really? lived out in North Dakota on a farm, and so like it was hers. And she spent a lot of money. Like, all her money went to take care of this horse. But she never saw it, or. Well, she would like go visit it a lot. <laughs> But yeah, like she did, you know, we lived in the suburbs. There was right. no place to like stick a horse. You lived in the suburbs on the other side of the state of Minnesota. Yeah. Than North Dakota. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so like it didn't make any sense to me. But I guess if you're, if you live in Colorado, which they do, and there's lots of wide open spaces yeah. around the springs, this horse ranch is not far away. So she's going to be able to ride it all the time. That's a, that's a pricey. Congratulations, Lily. Yeah. She's really excited about it. Well, yeah, she should be. Hmm. Maybe this is the year I'm going to ride a horse. I think you should. I pet one like two summers ago, and I didn't even cry. That's a really good start. My aunt and uncle were with me. I was in San Francisco, and my uncle was just taking pictures like crazy. And he was like, wait, touch it. Okay, now, right now, I'm going to take a picture. And there's all these pictures of me like this. You could start with a pony ride. They have them at the zoo. Um, I don't think they'd let me ride the pony. I think I'm too tall. I, do you? <laughs> Do you, think do you think you're too tall? There's a sentence I've never said before. <laughs> I think I might be too tall for that. I suspect you can ride camels at the zoo, too. I think I've seen that. I was thinking I would go to a different country and ride a camel. You know, well, make it into like a vacation. I think it's a good idea. I don't think they have camels in Guatemala. Oh, well, then I probably won't do it there. Do they have... They probably have monkeys. There's a jungle in Guatemala, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes, there is. Also, I'm not going to ride a monkey. Well, no, I wouldn't ride it. Uh, you want me to bring one home so we, can be, we you, can be... If you find can, a monkey that you could ride... We can be the Ross Geller of Milwaukee, oh Wisconsin. Oh, gosh, that's such a good idea. And have a Marcel. We'll totally start an outbreak. Oh, my gosh. Don't, this... get, don't get Marburg while you're down there, please. That's a deadly I'm, uh, I'm going to be honest with you. Virus. I don't even know what that is. Oh. Yeah, don't get that. And if you do, don't bring it back. Okay, I'll leave, leave it there. It. <laughs> leave it there. I am going straight from Guatemala to don't Alaska, eat... so maybe that'll kill all the germs Ooh, once I get yeah. to once I get up. Don't eat any bush meat. Okay. If you can avoid it. Okay. Yeah. This is taking a really weird turn. This is we're no longer talking about pets now. Well, some people's pets are also food. Oh. Ooh, you know what pet I would kind of like? No. <laughs> Just to walk around with for a little bit. I wouldn't keep it because I would eat it. Uh, is a potbelly pig. Like one of the little ones, the teacup pigs. I'm pretty sure you, you don't seen eat those? those. You need to Google teacup pigs. Right, I don't think you eat them, is what I'm saying. Well, it'd be like once they start to get annoying or like too big and they're not cute anymore. You don't, they're not the kind you eat. That's not like bacon. Well, I mean, it would eventually be bacony. I don't think so. I don't think that's how People it works. People eat suckling pig. They just roast it up. Right, I know. It's like, a tiny, it's like a tiny version of a pig roast. That's what I'm saying. You it's, just I, do it in your grill. I think it's different. I don't think that's the kind of pig you eat. 
You know how there's two kinds of cows? I sound really evil in this episode, <laughs> don't I? <laughs> the kind you eat and the kind you milk? You don't eat the milking ones. Well, but you can. I don't think people eat those. I just watched an episode of Chef's Table on Netflix, which I highly recommend, by the way. Where this guy, that's his We're still thing. looking for sponsorship. I think he's, so. in, <laughs> he's in Sweden or something, and he's like... People, I can't do a Swedish accent, right? But totally please try, would. please try. <laughs> he, he was like, burger. That's the Swedish chef. He uh, eats the he eats the dairy cows, and people are like, it's so amazing. Anyway, uh, I think it's about time for us to uh, shift gears on this just a little bit. So, do you have a podcast pal in mind? Because I kind of think it should be. People are out there spreading the word internationally. Uh, it, we could do that. I did have one in mind. Oh, well, then go for it. I actually... We think, already shouted out those other people um, whose name I don't know. I think that we should um, give it to your little brother, actually, who Ooh, just started listening. That's See, that's a good call. See, you're... A, <laughs> I'm a far better person. You're a far you. better person than me. Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, so my little brother, Jalen, uh, texted me the other day, and he is working at Collectivo. And Shout out to our favorite coffee company. Yeah, and he's killing it over there in the warehouse. Uh, and while he's, you know, stuffing coffee bags and doing what warehouse coffee people Getting do, big muscles. Getting big muscles. Right. He's uh, finally started listening to our podcast, and apparently he binged through a bunch of episodes which means that we once again got to have the experience where he's texting me all these references to episodes. When And now we have 20 episodes. Did you know that? Wow. Right. And so like... I can't believe people have listened to us for that many episodes. Well, that does not imply that people have oh, listened to all the you're episodes. Right, you're right. But we have created 20. Um, but he's making all these references and I, I have no idea what he's talking about. So I had to really stop and think before I responded. Um, but absolutely. Podcast pal, Jalen Kenyon. What? Uh, and he's probably listening to this episode on his new AirPods. See, I can't get behind the AirPods. I'm going to lose one. Uh, see, that would worry me too. He loves I have. He I mean, I have great. wireless headphones, like the JBL yeah, but They're like connected to each other, right? Correct, because I'm afraid I'm going to lose them otherwise. Yeah. I'm very tempted by the AirPods. They you look are going to so lose cool. them. I lose stuff a lot. Yes, I you're not going to get them. No, that's a terrible idea. Yeah. Or if you do get them, you should get a string to attach them. That would be hilarious. Just yeah. glue a little string to the two of them. Yep. Well, if you're out there trying to decide how to listen to us, uh, the good news is you can find us on iTunes, uh, which you probably already did because you're listening to us now. Right. But as long as you're if on you there. If you didn't find us on iTunes, maybe just go ahead and send us a message of how you did find yeah, us. Because that would be amazing. Um, but as long as you're on iTunes, maybe go ahead and write us a review. And uh, tell us how excited you are that we're back on our Facebook page. Yeah, that's true. We're sorry for the hiatus. Some of us have been really busy. Yeah, it was Betsy. <laughs> and others of us have been having babies. It was not Betsy. <laughs> I also wasn't having babies. Well, I guess I am currently in possession of a baby. Um, well, not this right second, but, but I yes. I didn't have him. You did not deliver him. I do have him. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You have to pay for his college. That's what matters. I don't think that's part of the plan. We'll do another episode on that. Uh, all right, friends. Uh, I think that's quite enough. So as is often the case, I'm Matt. And I'm Betsy. And this has been Guy Talks. And Girl Rules Her Eyes.